0: Hi, and welcome to the Authentic Audience Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Ritma. This is a marketing podcast like you haven't heard before. It's about real connections and honest conversations. Why am I here? To remind you that you can fly. If you're brave enough to listen to that calling inside you, I'm here to serve you and show you that marketing can and should be honest, that the truth sells, and authenticity wins. So how can businesses and brands build a real and authentic audience? The Authentic Audience Podcast gives you insight into growing your business and marketing strategies to gain real followers and loyal customers. Each week, I create a space of radical honesty for thought leaders and entrepreneurs who have built successful businesses to share their insights on business, marketing, relationships, life, and spirituality. Each episode is sure to remind you the power of storytelling and truth selling. Get ready to get real, get raw, get honest, and keep growing. Hello, hello. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for being here. My name is Krista Ritma and I am the host of the Authentic Audience Podcast. Today you get a solo episode with me, just a quick 30-minute check-in here. Full disclosure, I messed up the schedule and I don't have an episode scheduled to come out this week. I like to record my interviews as close to the actual release date because I just believe time is of the essence, even though my goal is for all of them to be timeless and what is time anyway, that's another story. (laughs) Um, I like to have an experience, have a conversation, and then get it out there into the universe as fast as I can. So because of that, sometimes I have little scheduling glitches. And so here we are, but I do believe in timing. So I also feel that even though this was sort of a last minute realization, it's meant to come out this week for whatever reason. So you get 30 minutes with me and it's a busy Monday. I'm sitting here recording. So just kind of (sighs) taking a deep breath. sister's visiting. We've got three dogs downstairs barking. (laughs) So it's a bit of a hectic Monday, but I'm feeling really blessed. I'm feeling really grateful. I'm feeling super clear and happy to be sitting down and talking to you. So a few minutes ago, I just got quiet and closed my eyes and asked myself what feels important to share. What is something super honest That feels important and useful and valuable to share. So two things have come to mind. What I'm going to be talking about today. One is mental health always. And two is money. I've had a really interesting experience over the last couple of weeks. And these two topics are really at the forefront of my mind. Of what I'm thinking about. Of what I want to talk about. And share about. And just process. So thank you for listening. And thank you for being here. As always, I'm just so, so, so grateful for this community. I'm so grateful for this opportunity to connect with you wherever you are listening to this right now. I am so, so, so happy to have your attention, to share this space with you, to share our energy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So hmm, mental health. This is something that I talk about a lot, obviously, and this is something that has been on my mind lately as I personally am actually feeling very healthy mentally and emotionally, which is huge, and I can't really remember the last time I felt this way, and I'm feeling really, really grateful for that. It has been a huge work in progress, first of all, to be able to say, I feel mentally clear and emotionally healthy. And that is thanks to Lexapro. That is thanks to therapy. That is thanks to THC. That is thanks to my rituals, my habits, my support system, water, all of the things. It has been so much work since last summer when I really crashed. I had a big, big, big burnout. I sort of spent the month in the tub, and I was just reflecting on this, talking to my sister because my birthday was last week, and thinking about where I was a year ago is just totally crazy. I was at such a low point. I was not well mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. It was rough. I hit a huge wall, and I took a lot of action and set a lot of intention and then devoted a lot of time over the last year to putting this intention into action and it's really been the biggest blessing to just sit back and and see now clearly with a clear mind um just what's really going on you know one big thing i've been thinking about a lot is the mind versus the self and the mind our monkey mind is just constantly pulling us away from self, self with a capital S. And I was talking to my husband about this the other day because we have a lot of people around us struggling right now, some people very close to us, some people that we know through work. And just collectively, we're seeing a lot of mental health and suffering through mental health issues. And now that i feel really clear mentally it's almost like even more obvious when somebody around me is struggling with mental health and one of the things about mental health i will say is it's hard to it's it's one really hard to diagnose right we're not doctors but two it's hard to acknowledge it's hard to acknowledge for the person experiencing it and the person loving the person experiencing it, right? So like, for example, if you were having a physical or phys- uh, disease such as, you know, like where you needed surgery or you were bleeding or you had a broken bone, it's like you see a cast, you know somebody's arm is hurt, somebody's bleeding, you help them. But with mental health, it's like totally invisible. And so I I think that it gets really hard to talk about. On the other hand, I feel like it's being like exploited and like trendy. um, And people are posting about it for like likes or attention or like reels. And that really stresses me out. So there's this balance that we have to find when it comes to talking about mental health. So I don't want to talk about what you should do or anything else other than what comes up for me. And that's what I always share in this. So when I have anxiety attacks, panic attacks, hypnosis, whatever it is that I'm working with to help my mental health and rituals and things that are working for me, I want to share with you. And this new little aha or realization, we all know that there's our self and there's the monkey mind, the self, also the observer, right? When we can sort of like detach a little bit and see ourselves and our actions and our reactions from like a, a different perspective. And I've been talking to Clay about this and he was talking about the monkey mind. And how he has this theory, and I totally agree, that as a human species, we are like not set up for success. We have these primal instincts at like a super basic level that cause us to be in fight or flight when we don't need to be, the monkey chatter, like all of this stuff that we really don't need anymore, but it's part of our evolution. And When I am not actively trying to calm my nervous system by taking a walk or taking deep breaths, having tea, having water, taking a shower, whatever it is, I am in fight or flight. And I know there's a lot of people that don't have that kind of anxiety and don't have that level of monkey mind. But when it comes to mental health, I don't think we're set up for success because we have this monkey mind playing on replay, and our normal state is not this like calm, peaceful, zen, positive way of looking at the world. We have to practice that. We have to learn that so that we can live that. But it doesn't come naturally. It takes ritual, it takes habit, it takes tools, it takes support. And that's okay. I don't know anyone in my life that is like so calm and grounded and emotionally intel- intelligent and just mentally healthy, clear, all of this stuff that hasn't worked so hard on themselves and been through it. Now, when I meet somebody, like the more together they are, I'm realizing how much they must have gone through because. It takes such hard work to be that together. And most people don't have it together. I really don't. So many people really don't. And that's something that I just want to say because it doesn't feel that way on social media, in what we're seeing, the small glimpses into other people's worlds and lives As much as I try and share about my mental health, there's still so much that I don't share. One, because it's not helpful. Two, it's not for the greatest and highest good of everyone to share those kinds of things. And three, because some things are just really sacred to me and I want to keep them that way. But when I do choose to share about it, I try and be as honest as possible. But there's still no way, you know, unless we're all like big brother having cameras watch us all the time to really understand the experience Even from a witnessing or observing point of view of somebody else in their life. So just having this general concept that we are all unwell and when you meet somebody that is well and has it together and just feels clear and clean energetically, they've done the work to get there. And yes, this might come naturally to some people, like maybe enlightened beings (laughs) and gurus and spiritual masters. But for us, for the householders on the spiritual path, for the creators, for the conscious entrepreneurs, I think we need to just even the playing field here and understand that nobody has it together. And especially when it comes to mental health, so many people are suffering, not wanting to admit that they're suffering. It's such a big conversation and it's okay. It's okay to have the monkey mind take over. It's okay to feel these feelings. It's okay to feel really anxious, really depressed, want to escape, want to drink, want to whatever it is to escape the monkey mind, to escape those primal fight or flight sort of instincts We need to gather the tools and ask for support and know that literally everyone is a mess. That's like the best, you know, somebody came to mind, somebody showed up to a session once and they were like, I I always ask, why'd you find me? How are you here? And the answer was because I'm a mess too. And I love that you share that. And it really sat with me because I want people to know the truth about what it means to run a business, how messy it is. My husband now is in like serious entrepreneur hustle grind mode. Lots of things are falling through the cracks. We're getting support in a lot of places. We're investing. In, like it is a seriously crazy time. And at the same time, I want you to know that there is something that you can do about it. So that's what I want to share is like me trying to find the balance between having these experiences, sharing that you're not alone, but also when you are ready and open, there's another way. And there are tools and there are teachers and there is support and there's medication and there's so much you can do. And if you feel like you are leading a substandard existence or life, your serotonin levels might be off And that is so okay. And there is something, many things, holistic, Eastern, Western that you can do to feel better. And I just want to give you that permission. If you are listening, if you are struggling, if you are stumbling on your path, so many other people are, you are not alone, A, it's okay to feel this way, B, and C, when you are ready There are so many actions that you can take, and when you change that mindset and shift into the space of, I want to come out of this rut, I want to feel better, I know there's another way, I'm sick of the monkey chatter, I'm sick of this pulling me down, whatever it is that leech on your back, there is another way, and there are so many people out there, the universe included, spirit, your guides that want to support you in living your absolute Highest potential, greatest good, most joy. I was reading in conversations with God. um, There's this one line that talks about I'm going to butcher the whole thing. So I'm totally out of context, but this idea that the soul created like the human experience to feel all these like capacities of joy and love. Because if you don't have the human experience, you can really only conceptualize it. And they wanted to like feel it anyway. Sometimes I think about that when I'm stepping into joy or stepping into love or growth or making the right decision for myself, investing in self. I think about my soul like feeling really proud of me because this is a new experience my soul gets to feel. So it's like I'm gifting this positive, joyful, growth-focused experience to my soul. Anyway, any way to get out of the ego, that's what works for me. So that's what's been happening around this idea for me of mental health monkey mind and understanding that it takes active effort um active loving on ourselves putting ourselves first nurturing ourselves our minds our spirits our bodies um to be in that sense state and to get into that flow and for people that might look like they really have it all together just know that they've probably had to do a lot of work uh, to get there. Yeah. So I just like fully downloaded that whole spiel to you. I hope that felt in resonance. It really is in resonance with me. This idea of like our normal state is very primal and like childlike almost and egoic. And, you know, I see Cora, I see my two-year-old in my life and I feel so many of those emotions, right? but we're not having tantrums on the floor and we're not scared and we're not whatever, but we're still feeling these emotions internally. And then our actions, our behaviors, our thoughts are like these reflections. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just trying to think about how I can love myself more and take care of myself more and invest in myself more like I do the people and children in my life that I love so much and feel it all, baby. Next thing that feels important to share is this idea about money. And I have to be really honest because I've been on this like righteously hot high horse about money lately, just having to change our mindsets and money manifestation and the seller's mindset. And money is abundance and money is great and like blah, 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 blah. And I've had two sort of like moments thrown in my face lovingly, gently but still sort of causing me to pause and take a step back. And I just wanted to share these two experiences because I've, I've been talking about money a lot and I launched a course on sales and I'm talking about Lakshmi and my year of abundance and money mindset and, and reading these books and doing these meditations to try and heal my relationship. And I thought I had come a lot farther. And then in this last week, two things happened. So one, I am working on a book. I know I've dropped this a little bit. Um, I'm on a strict deadline with myself and with one of my mentors. And to help me and invest in myself and this project, I signed up for Gabby Bernstein's bestseller masterclass. And on Friday, she had a live component called Nail Your Title. And I volunteered to be one of the live participants where she goes back and forth and workshops, your title live in front of like hundreds, or I don't know how many people were on the webinar total, but it was a lot. And I got picked. And so it was totally random. And I just thought, what an opportunity to get Gabby's eyes, somebody who is a really talented author in my space, a super hustler, Um, businesswoman, and somebody that's successfully published like, I don't know, at least nine bestsellers. So what an opportunity. Anyway, she starts workshopping my book title with me and asking me what I do for a living. And basically, she says to me, so let me get this straight. You help people make money online being themselves. And I was like, well, yeah, that's what I do for a living. So she's like, well, are you going to tell people how to do that in your book? And I was like, yeah, that's what the whole book is about is how to like lean into your authentic self. And she was like, so would you say the subtitle could be how to make money being your authentic self? And all at once, two things happened. One, I knew it had to be the subtitle. That's the core message. And two, I was cringing inside because of the word money. And she literally reflected back to me in that moment. Holy shit, I'm still afraid. To stand in my truth around money. And I've done so much work and I've done so much coaching. I did the selling boot camp. I talk about sales. I've hosted a webinar, but when it comes to putting my book out into the world, I am still resistant to use that word. And I just found that to be so interesting. This stranger who, yes, is super intuitive, totally got what I was trying to say. Something else really powerful that came from that is I got so many emails and DMs on Instagram and in my email from people that were in the course or in the program live being like, I can't wait to read this book. I was on the webinar. That's so exciting, et cetera, et cetera. Like people want this. And yet I am still scared to put my name on something that has the word money because it feels gross or it has this weird connotation. I don't want people to think blah, 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 blah. And there goes my ego on what other people think. And I just wanted to share that because same vein as the mental health conversation, just because it might look like I've healed my relationship with money or I talk about my year of abundance and I'm so open about sales and growing and how I coach people, I am still doing the work. And when I share something specifically around mental health, money, self-doubt, self-worth, it's probably because it's what I need to hear too. So This just felt really important to share because I've hit now this sort of wall where I'm like, wow, I still have a lot of work to do around this and I still need to evolve. And the second area was when I was talking to my sister, I'm doing this coaching program with her. It's absolutely amazing. It's called Realign. It's this eight-week coaching program and we had to have a check-in call. So she was talking to me about some of my alignment wins and I told her one of my greatest wins is hiring somebody to cook for me. And that I was not going to tell anybody because it felt too weird and that I was a little ashamed of it. And she immediately stopped and was like, this is crazy. You work so hard. You are not eating in the day. This is you putting yourself first. This is you investing in yourself to have somebody come over for a couple hours, make you a smoothie and dinner. It's not absurd. It's okay. And why are you afraid to share this? And I realized, again, (laughs) it's this idea of money. Like, well, I don't want people to think this and what other people think, right? Instead of standing in the truth of I have found success, I have found time management, I have found so much self-worth and self-love in the last year since I burned out and am now investing that back into my business, back into myself, one of those ways being through having somebody cook for me, how much time it saves. Listening to Naval, Naval is like what sort of my muse right now, Um, just at Naval on Instagram or his podcast, you're welcome. And he talks about when you're in the hustle mode We are often thinking about how this is going to affect us right now, but we are needing to plan farther out, like in two years or three years. And anyway, I basically had this massive realization that I spend so much time thinking about food, cooking food, grocery shopping for food, cleaning up food. Like it's just my blood sugar drops, guys. I am the definition of hangry. If you look it up in the dictionary, it is me and I can't create. I can't work. I'm horrible to communicate with, interact with, share an energy with. When I am starving, it is a huge problem. It's a huge break in my flow. So I recently hired somebody to fix that as an alignment win. When I checked in with myself and realized what was breaking my flow, I absolutely love her. She's a fairy. She is into Ayurveda. She is wanting me to be taken care of because I don't have time. I don't have time to take care of my business, my team, my home, my dogs, my marriage. Like there's too much and I'm going last. I'm constantly being put last. So I literally hired somebody to put me first so I can take care of everybody else. Oh my God. And it's been so amazing. And every time I look in the fridge, I cry. It is like the most grateful and the most blessed and the most supported I have ever felt. And it's just a couple hours a week. It's an investment in self. And I was scared to say it and I was scared to share it and I didn't want people to know. And it came back to this idea of money. And what I also realized is as an entrepreneur, I feel so much shame either – for not being successful enough, you know, four years in, here's where I should be at, here are my KPIs, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, and I have to keep going, 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 and prove, 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 and feel shame around not being successful enough or this or that, whatever, and then on the other end, I'm ashamed of the success when I do get it and when I do find abundance and I do tap into the creative abundance and create from that place and put out value and my worth and charge accordingly and deliver incredible results. And it feels so good. And the abundance is so real. And instead of owning it, I feel a shame on that side. So it's so weird, this money thing. It's so sticky. And I just wanted to share that. I just wanted to share those two things, mental health, money, this is what's on my mind. This is what feels important. We are all in this together. We are all growing. We are all evolving. I do feel on a super, super spiritual, energetic note that the shift has happened. Like You have either stepped into the next way of being, like the post-COVID, more feminine, more inclusive, but angry and like, just take no, sh- do no harm, but take no shit way of being. I feel like it's here. We're here and it feels really good. It feels like grounding to me. It feels familiar to me, which is so interesting. I wrote on my Instagram post that my year of 32 felt like this roller coaster in the dark with no way out other than through not knowing when a dip or drop was going to come because it wasn't all low there were so many highs and so many lows and it was so wild like this ride and i'm like what is the destination and i do feel like we're here we're we've landed on this sort of new planet with this new way of being and it's so honest and it's so in alignment and it's so in truth and it's so in self investment and self love and At the same time, we don't have to have it all together, but that is the way, like that is the future. The future is here. Self-love, self-care, it creates a oneness. It creates a compassion for everyone because when you take that time to be quiet, it just becomes so palpable. Even just like one last example, I can feel the change in myself. I can feel the transformation. Last week. I got a little righteous, but I could have gotten a lot more righteous. I had developer issues. I'm always having developer issues. And two different developers on two different projects were just not – I was just pissed off. And instead of doing the usual, I stepped into the new way and immediately reached out and scheduled a call I did not rage email. I did not rage text. I took the weekend to think about it, and I came at it today in the most professional, grounded, yet powerful and honest way. And I'm so proud of myself for changing my behavior, and and it all has stemmed from changing my thoughts around this and changing my mindset around what success, mental health, money, self-love, self-care, self-investment really means to me. And what it means to me is self-investment and care is what is in my highest and greatest good. And what is in my highest and greatest good should be in alignment for the highest and greatest good for all beings. And that's the T. That's my prayer. And I'm really thinking about that. In almost every moment, I am just very present right now and thinking about each decision, each intention, each action, and who it's supporting, who it's valuing, and yeah, how we can continue to create wealth, create Abundance, connection, and support for one another to just be your authentic self. (laughs) Um, That's what we need. We need you to be really, really, really good at being you. And that is my prayer for everyone is that they recognize that their greatest gifts lie in being themselves and not outside of themselves. And it is a freaking work in progress. I am experiencing it. Every day feels like a growth edge. Krista Williams, one of my favorite muses from almost 30, she posted something about how often we change and how many different versions our friends and and husbands and partners uh have to sort of align with or catch up with and we are all that way like we are all these like evolving creatures. I've been watching this video on I'm, I'm sure you saw it it got served to me and it's like this snakes shedding its skin and I read about like how often it sheds its skin and why and it's like we are doing that like we mimic nature and we can see this growth happening all around us and don't forget that we are a part of that growth we are part of the seasons we are part of the ups and the downs and the highs and the lows and you name it cliche cliche but it's cliche because it's real and take care of yourselves I love you all so much. You have no idea sitting down to record this puts me in this flow state that is just so dropped in and so in service and so present. And I'm so grateful for this time with you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If any of this resonates, please DM me. Please reach out. I love creating conversation around these episodes. Trying to find ways I can do even more for you. Um, what else is happening? Just a couple of announcements. Let's see. Yeah. So, obviously, if you love it, please leave a review. Please share. We're growing every week. It's a really epic way to create the, con- or to, you know, spread community, keep the conversation going, all those things. I've got. Uh, list build academy beta program that I'm going to be announcing very, very soon that my team and I are putting together to help you grow your email list and own your audience. That is coming. So if you are not on my email list, get on there because episode two of the zine, the authentic zine is coming out on July 1st. And this is my way of shoving as much value and education and information and entertainment into one email for you to help grow your business and nurture your soul in like a magazine virtual style. So it's all happening. Happy to be here. I'm happy to, I'm just happy to have done so much work on my mental health and to be putting myself first in these ways I'm like so grateful for my past self I spend so much time loving on my future self my higher self that I forget to stop and thank my past self for so many of the decisions she has made to get me here especially regarding mental health and the business so that's all for today thank you thank you thank you and until next time keep growing